during our discussion we will um, have the kids together and you can keep your kids with you and engage them in the questions as well. So if you know me at all, you know that I like to keep things simple as possible. (laughs) Um, And so I found, with the help also of my husband, the very fitting title for this week since we're watching Tangled to be untangled, (laughs) right? That makes it pretty simple. Um, And you know that I have two very sweet, two very busy daughters. (laughs) And um, almost every morning I brush their hair, almost every morning. (laughs) And I usually hit some kind of tangle. And then I hear, ouch, mommy! Stop that or <laughs> something, right? And if you have, you know, any length of hair, you hit tangles and it's very unpleasant, but we can usually work those tangles out, um, luckily. And it's amazing, isn't it, how Rapunzel is able to keep her ultra long hair somewhat untangled most of the time. It's actually almost a miracle. <laughs> Um, and I think we have, yes, wasn't it sweet how these girls saw um, the need to help her keep her hair tidy, and they started to braid her hair. It looks so nice. And um, But then, it, you know, it actually looks pretty secure by the end, that thick braid with the flowers in it. And I noticed Katrina's beautiful braid today. If you see her later, it's, she has something woven in her beautiful long braid. Um, But still, most of those are, we can untangle, right? Um, But unfortunately, some tangles are so bound, so mixed up, so complicated that um, we cannot untangle them. We can't work them out. Um, So we're going to talk about that a little bit today. And the Bible addresses sin as this kind of complicated, you can't untangle it on your own. Um, So let's look at today's Bible quote. It's one of my favorites. It's from Galatians 5.1. It says, For freedom did Christ set us free. Stand fast or stand firm. Do not move. Stand fast, therefore, and be not entangled again in a yoke of bondage. Um, and I remember when, yeah, daddy's right here. I remember when the spirit first spoke to my heart about this verse and, um, maybe it also caught my mind because it's so repetitive in the first part of this verse. It, um, talks about freedom two times using almost the same word, right? Freedom and free. Wow. <laughs> like that. When the spirit catches your attention and also the, your mind and your heart, and it is engaging. And um, two times in the second phrase, it talks about the entanglement, the bondage, the yoke, the slavery that um, happens in sin. So 
That's the ugly fact that sin entangles us. It's very ugly, but it's the truth, and it is so tight, so complicated. Sin entangles us. In Proverbs, it says, A wicked man's iniquities, his sins, his evil, his wickedness, a wicked man's iniquities. Um, I lost my place. Entrap him, right? Sometimes that's another word we can use for um, entangled is entrap. A wicked man's iniquities entrap him. He is entangled in the ropes of his own sin. Have you ever seen hair that looks like a rope? You know, in um, English, we call this dreads or dreadlocks, right? Your hair is dreaded. And there is a specific technique to um, twist, tie, and roll your hair in pieces to create a dread. And a true dreadlock, you know, and then you wait and you leave it (laughs) for a long time, right? And a true dread, a true dreadlock, this kind of entanglement cannot be undone. You literally have to cut it off at the scalp, right? Or at the skin on your head. Or just shave your, the, shave your head <laughs> in the end because it is that kind of complicated, that kind of tight. And there's no other way to get rid of them. That's, you know, part of the um, definition of entangled is mixed up, right? Um, And it it can also mean you're deeply involved in, means to enter into something already tangled, and then you enter into the deepest part of it, involved in something very complicated, very difficult. Um, Yeah, you're trapped. Uh, Also, You know, outside of Christ, this is the kind of trap that we are. This is the kind of loss that we are. Um, We are yoked to bondage, yoked to slavery. We cannot get out on our own. It says in Hebrews 12, Therefore, since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. It's really um, amazing how Rapunzel can run <laughs> and flynn together, even with her long hair. And at one point, they literally pick it up. <laughs> she, she picks up a lot of it, and then he's running behind her, and he picks up the rest so that they can actually run fast, right? Because... That kind of uh, hair would seriously, yeah, not allow you to run fast or get away. Um, And that's how the writer of Hebrews talks about sin. We want to throw it off, get it out, so that we can actually move forward in where we want to go. In our discussion in a little bit, we're going to also... Um, read this next verse, the Leviticus verse. It says, 
I'm Yahweh. I'm Yahweh God who brought you out of the land of Egypt so that you would no longer be their slaves. I broke the bars of your yoke and enabled you to live in freedom. You know, it makes me think of the deep bond that um, the Israelites had with Egypt. And it actually started out as a nice bond. You know, um, Joseph brought his dad, Jacob, and his 12 brothers and their whole families to Egypt. And he saved their lives. I remember studying about this in Unlimited, and we talk about how um, Joseph... I mean, the plan that God had for him. It saved his families. It saved the Israelites' lives. It saved God's chosen people. And thus on the down, down the line, us. <laughs> right? And so it started out as a, a good bond. They had a home. They had a wonderful place to live. But it turned through hundreds of years into bondage and into slavery and became complicated um, it was their home, but yet they were totally mistreated and, and put to work every day, and they could not leave, <laughs> right? And then it makes me think about it took God's direct intervening hand to um, get them out. How many plagues were there? Twelve, right? Twelve times. Is that right? Ten? Ten. <laughs> Ten. There were ten plagues uh, that, yeah, God continued to intervene, and in the end, that's the only way, right, and even brought death into the land. That was the only way that Yahweh God could free them. And I also think of this scene where, you know, after the Israelites left, the cloud... And the fire was leading them, right? Before they even got to the Red Sea. And then there was the Red Sea. And then there were the Egyptians chasing after them. And they panicked. And they, you know, it's like, in front of us is death. (laughs) Behind us is death. What did you do, Moses? (laughs) Like, you brought us out here to die? Just send us back. We'll be slaves again. But that is not the reason that God freed them. He did not free them to ever go back again. He freed them to be free. And he would do that for them. They could not part the Red Sea. Only he could do that. Such an amazing scene. So, you know, and then our movie. How complicated was Rapunzel's relationship with her mother? Ooh, it almost sounds yucky to say mother because um, she stole her. Mother Gothel stole Rapunzel as a child. And then she trapped her in the tower, the stronghold that imprisoned her. She did not tell her the truth about herself, who she was. Um, Yet, she said, I love you. And then Rapunzel would say what? I love you more. 
And then Mother Gothel would say back, I love you the most. Really? <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> it just makes me... <laughs> um, yes. So, you know, and it wasn't until then, I think this is the picture, right? That Ra- Oh, it's very dark. Rapunzel finally was able to say no. Right? It was after Rapunzel was finally able to say no, even after her mother is ridiculing her and calling her a dummy, right? Don't be a dummy. Come with mommy. Mother, right? (laughs) Wow, that actually sounded good over there. (laughs) And she says, no. And it's from that point on. You know, everything before that, I remember last week, the scenes of her being so happy in her freedom, Rapunzel, and then she would be so sad, right? But after she was able to say no, she doesn't have that same shame again. She's able to walk forward in freedom, and it feels so good. Um, And we're going to talk some more about that freedom that she felt and that freedom that we feel in the next part. One more time at our... Bible quote for today. It's not on that last page, actually, but I think it's up on the screen. And it said, For freedom did Christ set us free. That's the first part of it. Let's look at the first part. Let's look at the life. Let's look at the freedom now. It's for freedom that Christ set us free. Right? Not to go back again So stand firm now in that freedom. Walk in it. Believe it. Take it with you. You know, before we know Christ, we are tangled with sin. But in him, we are free. He's the only one that can untangle us. Christ sets us free. Right? Christ sets us free. We cannot do this by ourselves. All of our efforts to try to free ourselves are futile. They, they help us not a bit. <laughs> all our efforts, all our reasoning. You know, sometimes I consider myself a very practical, logical person. My husband's the emotional one. I'm the practical person. <laughs> I used to pride myself in my ability to be logical even reason myself out of, you know, difficult feelings sometimes. But even my reasoning doesn't get me freedom. It doesn't get me anywhere out of sin. It, it doesn't work. <laughs> if it feels like it works, it's so temporary. <laughs> it's so futile. In Romans 8, 2, it says, And because you belong to him now, Because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. That sin only leads to death. The power in the life-giving spirit inside of you and who you belong to frees you, gives you life. Who do you belong to? Jesus. Christ is the son, right? In John 8, 36, it says, So, if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Again, like, that's, 
sometimes God makes it so clear. It's even so repetitive, <laughs> right? If the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Last week, we talked about shame and sorrow, right? And I remember, I talked about this a little bit earlier too. Remember when Rapunzel, she, she first left the castle and she would be up and then down with sorrow and, oh, I'm a horrible person because I feel so good to be free, but, oh, I'm a bad daughter. Oh, this is going to break my mother's heart. But, oh, this is so fun. Wow, it's such peace, right? Um, but after she was able to say no to Mother Gothel, she only moved forward in freedom. And when she went into that city for the first time, oh, wow. Like, I love those moments that only the Spirit can give you, that revelation of the Word, where you're like, oh. And um, sometimes it's dramatic, and sometimes it's quiet, right? Um, And then after that, she danced, and she sang, and she laughed, and she talked to people, and she enjoyed living in and standing firm in that freedom that she was experiencing. And the awesome thing about us as Christians inside of Christ is that we carry Christ with us wherever we go. We take that. It's not something that depends on our situation or our feelings. It's something that we carry with us. Um, in Unlimited, sometimes we talk about how right, our reasoning doesn't, is not God's reasoning. Because my reasoning says one plus one plus one equals three. Yeah, but God is God the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. One plus one plus one equals one, right? Our reasoning doesn't even work, but I love how they are united. And in Corinthians it says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. We carry it with us. Wherever we go, it's not dependent on our situation, our feelings. I have uh, had revelation of God's freedom when I'm feeling sad. I've sat alone before and felt down and then realized I'm not a horrible person. I'm free in Christ. You can, even when you feel sad, even if you feel alone, you can have freedom. And you know deep in your spirit that um, God has set you free, no matter your circumstances, no matter your feelings. It could be on the top of the world, feeling on the bottom, feeling a regular routine of life. Right? You carry that with you. Wherever you go, it's so amazing. It's deep in our spirit. It's God's stronghold that brings you life and freedom. And that is what you can teach others anytime. And don't you want to? And it's not about, like, I don't want to say that you... Anyway, it's not about being happy. (laughs) There is amazing happiness and freedom in Christ But even when you're not feeling happy, you can be free. And I love that. And I want to invite us to invite others into that because that kind of freedom is contagious. 
and then we do laugh and sing and dance and look in awe at what God has for us.